couple of times this is in your chart. Always do what you love and love what you do so that you become the magnetic original of who you are. Never let someone keep you from exactly doing what you feel is the right thing. Live your dreams. Magnificence is the boundless expanse of being, a liberation from limitation. It is the embodiment of authenticity where you shed the shackles of self-doubt, shame, and imposter syndrome. Here, worthiness flourishes like a vibrant garden where you have the power to determine your actions, destinations, and your closest relationships. In the realm of magnificence, creative individuality takes center stage. Your greatness is acknowledged, celebrated, and nurtured. Gone are the days of mindless conformity or fitting in just to keep the peace. This show and your host, Patricia Linder, are here to guide you as you align with your authentic design, leading the way to a life of purpose and fulfillment. Magnificence is not some unreachable peak or distant dream. It's inside you waiting to shine brighter than you ever thought possible. Welcome to your magnificence. Hello everyone, this is another episode of Magnificence, the empowerment podcast that strikes a match and shines the light on its guests and on the magnificence, the beauty and the amazingness of its guests. And today I have with me the amazing Katie Potratz. Hello and welcome, Katie, to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. Katie, first of all, I would love to introduce you to my audience so that they know who the magnificent Katie is. Um, so there is a short introduction. And after that, I would love to ask you to maybe talk a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Michelle, Katie is a certified clinical hypnotherapist and a pain processing therapist. Through deep subconscious reprogramming, she guides her clients on a journey of healing ranging from anxiety, depression, trauma, low self-esteem, and even chronic illnesses. And she also wrote a book. So she is an author of an amazing book that just came out. I wanted to mention it, this because I already ordered it um, <laughs> now. I would love to ask you to share more about what you do and anything that comes to your mind right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you for, again, thank for having me on your show. I'm so excited about this. Um, so yeah, I am a clinical hypnotherapist. Uh, my passion is really helping people uh, who are suffering with you know anything related to anxiety, self-worth, trauma, and chronic pain and disease as well as like a major passion of mine. Um, and really, I got into this work because of my own healing journey. I About eight years ago, I kind of was introduced to the whole idea of self-development. I dove in head first. I realized that I had so many blocks that were holding me back in so many ways, um, in the way that I was perceiving life, in the way that I was perceiving myself and what I was capable of. And I've always had this deep desire to do something meaningful with my life. And um, so it kind of was a natural next step as I healed myself, I really wanted to help others heal themselves. And so that's kind of how I got into this work. And I have um, learned a lot of different modalities, a lot of different healing modalities, 
um, hypnotherapy has really stuck out amongst them because um, I just really, it's kind of my jam. I really just love it. And also I found that it's just really effective. Um, so, and then more recently I've come across the pain reprocessing therapy, which I am obsessed with, and it just really complements the hypnotherapy very well for um, chronic pain. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm about and how I got here. <laughs> So I just, when I listened to you, I love that you said, there are so many modalities that I uh, learned, that I studied, that I came across. And so no wonder you are a manifesting generator. You are yes. someone who really wants to know many things, who wants to read many books, maybe uh, learn about many healing modalities in your case. And so this is no wonder. And then you said hypnotherapy is my jam. And I bet you have a lot of jams that <laughs> you're about to discover. <laughs> yeah. So um, when I prepared um, this session, I dove into your human design chart, the chart of a manifesting generator or time bender. Those people who really have this energy to do things really fast and maybe the time um, to come up with new stuff in a shorter amount of time um, and always being busy. And so I thought, why is Katie such a magnificent therapist? That was the question that I asked myself. And therefore, I would love to share your charts to share with the audience what I came up with and what I want to share with you as well. Sounds great. So this is your chart. And the first thing that stood out was, because as I am an artist as well, I thought like, mm -hmm. wow, that's amazing. She has so many defined centers. Um, and just to share with someone who's, who's listening or watching for the first time, uh, definition means that the centers have a certain color, in this case, Uh, they pick those colors, and this means there is a lot of dish definition in your chart. And I thought, the next thought was, okay, looking at the magnificence of Katie, there is the openness in the will center, the small triangle, and the emotional solar plexus, so the emotions. Why does this make her an amazing therapist? And I quickly, I quickly came up with the answer. So when you have this openness in your uh, emotional center, you are someone who feels the feelings of your clients, of people around you, um, of people who need some guidance, because you totally tune into their field and you feel the emotions, which could be some challenge at some time if you are not aware. But as you told me, um, I, I dove into my chart myself. I bet you are pretty aware of keeping those boundaries and not taking those emotions on as your own. But you can totally get where your clients are. So absolutely. I, I would love to ask you, is this something that you feel in your everyday work that you use when you work with a one-on-one -on -one client that you get where they are at, what they are concerned about, where they struggle with their feelings? Absolutely. I, 
you know, and like you said before, like this could be a really like useful thing or it could be somewhat of a struggle. And I definitely feel like I did struggle with this for a while because it's almost like when I am in a session with someone, like it really does feel like I can feel what they're feeling, um, which sometimes makes it hard for me to do my job because I feel so much. But I've learned to kind of, um, like I said, kind of create like almost like a boundary when I'm working with someone where I can let a certain amount in, I can feel a certain amount, but I can still like uh, have the capacity to do my job. Um, but I really do feel like I I can now use it as like a almost like a superpower because if I can feel what they're feeling, I can almost anticipate almost like the the next best step or the next best thing to say. Like it almost feels like when I'm in a session, um, it's almost like there's information coming to me through emotion or maybe through some other way. But I do feel like there's like um, there's a connection with my clients because I really do feel what they feel. And honestly, a lot of the time when my clients are like having big emotions, like it's, I'm like fighting back tears as well because I can, I really can put myself in their shoes and feel what they're feeling. And I, I just feel like that can make the session go in such a more powerful direction because um, it's like I said, I can kind of anticipate what needs to happen next or what I need to say next or what direction you need to go next because I can really feel what they're feeling. Yeah. And I love Katie that you said, this is sort of my superpower. I really love this because oftentimes when you read about human design, when you hear about human design, people say, oh, the openness, that is the hardship in the chart. But there is always a way to leverage those challenges, to be overwhelmed, to be like um, soaking up the emotions like a sponge, to, to use some tools or techniques to overcome this, to protect yourself and to mirror this back, to use it for the advantage of guiding people uh, and to use it as a superpower. So I love that you use this word and this is what human design can totally do. It could turn challenges into superpowers. And I think everyone should stand in this magnificence that you already use in your everyday work. And so this was the first thing that stood out and also the openness of the willpower, which makes you someone who is not ego-centered or really ego-driven. And I thought this is an amazing thing if you work with clients. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm learning too. So I know a bit about human design. Um, I've, I've done my own research, but there's lots about it that I don't fully understand. So I'm excited to like learn more about my own chart. So the will center is something that I hadn't really read much about. So that's really interesting to learn about. So we could talk a lot about the will center, the openness of the will center that makes you sometimes want to prove that you are amazing. Um, but when you just own this and you own the, the superpower side of the openness, then um, I think each and every individual out there, because no one has the same chart, I, I never had the same chart twice, um, they could really leverage their amazing gems. We talked about the gems and yeah. help heal the world. And I think this is, this is everyone should aim to, to step into their full potential. Yeah. And going back to your chart... I would love to also share. So I had three 
three thoughts. So first, this was the openness that makes you this amazing therapist in my eyes and in the eyes of human design. We could talk about the basic stuff in human design, but for you, I felt like I need to dive into something special. And so I thought about, she has a lot of definition, so which is the opposite of the openness. And this is sort of well-balanced because I looked at your channels and I don't know how familiar you are with the meaning of that. I just say it for everyone who is watching. So you have, for example, a channel here, which is the connection between two centers, or a channel right here, or right there, or right here, and there. So it is a direct connection between two channels. And I thought, I want to know, this is something that Katie totally is. And this can't be affected by Mercury retrograde. This can't be affected by her husband or by a client. This can't be affected by anyone. That's who she is. And that's her another superpower. Because that is her... I'd say this is like an energetic circuitry that is running through your energetic field that always is. That is who you are. And... So I, I would love to just um, dive into a couple of those channels that stood out mm -hmm. when I thought about you as the hypnotherapist and pain processing therapist. And I would love to start at the very top, which is this channel, uh, the 6447, uh, which connects your crown, your... Um, when we talk about chakras, the seventh chakra with your Ajna center, the the processing center of the wisdom that is stored in there. And so this is the channel of abstraction. Sounds a bit boring. That was my first thought. Oh, that sounds <laughs> no, I know what it's all about, but it's the, the channel of abstraction and that means that you are an inspiration for others. There is only um, a little amount of people that have the crown colored, defined, and you are one of them. So you are here to be an inspiration for others. Um, and even though you might sometimes struggle with um, knowing the right solutions for yourself sometimes, it is so easy for you. And that makes you stand out as a therapist, that you can tell stories, that you can recreate experiences for others so that they can heal, so that they can proceed, so that they can find the next best step. And this is an amazing thing that you really have this ability that is reflected in this um Channel, do you feel that it is easy for you to inspire others to create the exact perfect experience for your people that work with you? You know, I when you said that, I really like resonated with that. Um, like I I do feel like I really enjoy doing that. I don't know if like it's like I'm really good at it or if it's easy for me, but I really do enjoy that. 
And so when you mentioned that, I like it just like really like resonated with me a lot. Yeah, totally. And I, I can imagine that you tailor the work you do because you easily can um, switch to what the client needs and and really focus on what they need. And this is the superpower of the abstract channel. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. That's so interesting because I do, I feel like, yeah, I just feel like what you're, how you're describing it really like resonates with how I feel about myself. So that's really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. And I was just about to say, because I experienced you in your work, because I don't know, maybe people know that I have been struggling with a lot of pain in my body. And so that's how I came across you <laughs> and your book <laughs> and your amazing work. And I have to tell you that the way you do that is really outstanding because you can do this in such a fantastic way that feels like, where does she pull that from? Where does she get this inspiration from? So I can really uh, recommend to everyone that this is an experience that is tailor-made yeah mm. thank you that's really good to hear yeah and then there is another aspect of your chart that i want to focus on and this is well yes this is i guess i mentioned it in another episode this is the 2034 channel this is the archetypal channel of the manifesting generator Connecting the sacral to the throat. And this is the channel that gives you so much charisma when you do what you love. And this is the most important thing. Um, that is the channel that keeps you busy because you need to be busy. That lets you take lots of actions. That's that, uh, something that turns thoughts into actions. Um, and the most important thing is doing things that you love and loving the things that you do so that you can speak and show up with charisma. And Absolutely. Everyone can see that. Everyone can <laughs> see that, that you are almost glowing with this charisma. Um, okay. and this, is, this is just um, an idea that I wanted to share how this energetic background can really show up on the outside mm. you know I I've actually been told a lot that when I talk about what I do I just light up because I am like really really passionate about it and um also I feel like this is maybe one of the reasons why I was so determined to like have my own business where I could make all the decisions because I feel like I just keep um adjusting things so that I'm always doing the thing that makes me most excited and so when something excites me I I can adjust so that I'm doing that. And then if something new comes in and that excites me, I feel like I'm always just following my passion in a way so that my work is always lighting me up and it may change over time, but it's always something that really like fires me up inside and makes me excited to talk about it. And I love talking about it. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. That means that you are so in alignment with your energetic blueprint. Yeah, And so I don't want to dive into all of the channels, but one that stood out is the 1034, connecting your gut with your self-perception, um, the self-center, the G-center, and that's the channel of exploration. What does that mean? That means that 
you are someone who should always follow your inner convictions, your gut instincts, your perceptions of who you are, um, so that you can uplift others uh, by bringing them more deeply into who they are. And um, in this channel, there is uh, this... It's sort of like a mission that is ingrained in this channel, and I would love to really share this with you. Um, someone with this channel is here to make people more independent and less reliant on others. It is a very self-centered, a centered uh, channel, and self-centered sometimes sounds so, ah, she's self-centered. But in this case, it is someone who is self centered so that they can help others be the same, really rest in themselves and being centered. And I don't know if this makes sense when I say this, um, because you should be self-centered. This is your mission so that you can help others be totally who they are um, by uplifting them and guiding them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that makes. And you know what? Something that kind of underlies everything I do is, um, and I think part of the reason why I love hypnotherapy so much is because, like I always say, like in hypnotherapy, I'm just the guide. I'm just kind of showing you the way in, and then you are doing all the work. Like you're healing yourself. And I feel like kind of uh, something that maybe I don't say outwardly all the time, but it's kind of like underlying everything I do is that I love empowering people to heal themselves. Like in everything I do, it's like. I'm not the healer. You're the healer. You're doing, you're giving yourself what you need. And like you said, kind of becoming self-centered, like you have all the answers. I'm just showing you the way in to get the answers. Um, so yeah, what you said, that really resonates a lot. So before I, I share the third aspect that um, I found so outstanding when I looked at your chart, um, I would love to ask you, because when we connected, we talked about this. That is um, not so much about, so in the end, it is so much about the clients that you deal with, but it is not so much about the clients you deal with in the first place, because I know that there are lots of people out there who struggle with their entrepreneurial direction, um, following their dreams, following their heart, and um I don't know if this is something that you will, would love to touch upon. How did you really figure out that this is your passion? This is your dream. I want to help people with anxiety. I want to help people with trauma. Uh, there might be people out there who say, oh, that is hard stuff. I don't want to do that. So how did you figure that out? Was it an easy path? Um, was it a winding road? I would love to hear how you really came up um, with working in this niche, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Because honestly, when I got started in just helping people, this is definitely not where I saw myself going. I I actually, so the very beginning of me helping people, I took a, a what was it called? Um, a life coaching course. So I originally started with life coaching. So that it was like, and I don't want to say it was surface level, but I feel like hypnotherapy is just really deep stuff. So it felt like I was kind of starting more, um, you know, change your actions, follow your dreams. And that's really where I started. And my ideal client was someone that was 
struggling to go after the life they wanted. And I, and maybe it's cause I, like maybe it's cause that's kind of where I was at in my life. It was like, I was living with a lot of, um, self-doubt and a lot of limitation. I have a lot of limit, limiting beliefs and things like that. And, and then I was kind of breaking out of that and going, Oh my gosh, what do I want to do with my life? And so that's what, what I kind of wanted to help other people do. And so it started with like, I wanted to work girl bosses. I wanted to work with people that wanted to like start their own business or go after their dreams or change their life in some big way like that. And then as I started working with people, uh, you know, you start to realize, you know, why are people not following their dreams? Well, it's because they have a lot of anxiety or they have, you know, um, they've been through hard experiences where maybe they have, you know, they're suffering from like PTSD or they have, you know, they've been through trauma that's causing them. And that's why they have low self-esteem or they have insecurities or, or they carry so much shame. And, and so as I was working with people, I started to realize that what we're really doing is we're really working on those underlying things that are causing them to not feel like they can go after the life they want. And so I feel like as I kind of progress, it just became like over time, it became more and more obvious that really what we're doing here is we're working on those deeper like heavier things. And so funny thing when, so I started with life coaching and I learned life coaching, I learned EFT, NLP, all these things. And then as I was kind of going along, I realized, well, a lot of the stuff that we're trying to shift and change happens in the subconscious. And so the natural next step was hypnotherapy. It deals all with the subconscious. And I remember in my hypnotherapy training course, I remember they were talking about, you know, what do you do if someone's struggling with anxiety? What do you do if someone's struggling with depression? And I remember looking at my uh, my classmates and I remember saying like uh, that I'm never going to deal with this kind of stuff. like I this is too deep for me this is like crazy I can never see myself you know working with someone on anxiety or depression that just seems crazy and yet here I am <laughs> years later and I'm like that's all I do um, so I feel like for me it was like a slow transition like a kind of almost like a realization that like wait a second and then once I started working with people on like the trauma, the the really heavy stuff, I realized, wow, this is like, I feel right at home here. Like this is where I really thrive. And maybe it's again with the being able to really emotionally um, like connect with people. I don't know what it is exactly, but I just never would have guessed in a million years that I would want to work with people on like the really heavy, really, you know, this kind of work. But as I've gotten into it more, it's like, this is just where I feel most at home. And, and even moving into the chronic pain and chronic disease, again, just like really heavy stuff. And yeah, I just find this is just where I fit in the most. It's where I feel the most useful and this is like my jam. <laughs> Great. So I it's, is it fair to say that you feel most competent in this area right now? Absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely say that. Because then I would love to share the third thing and I would love to focus on something that is not directly in the chart, but there are those numbers. I don't know if you ever dove into those numbers, um, which is all the, the astrological signs. And when you really want to deep, deep dive into the chart, you can look at the jinkies and the jinkies are up here. And whenever I work with someone and what you just said resonated so much with uh, what my experience is, whenever people want to reach their magnificence, they need to do those deep dive things uh, that could be drama, anxiety, that could be um, a bad memory, an experience of their childhood, something like this. And so when you really want to deep dive into the chart, you look at those four pairs of numbers. So it's an exponent and your conscious sun sign 
is the 14 um, and the exponent is the line 3. And so I was so curious and I thought, I want to look into just this. Not all of the four numbers, because then we would really dive into your chart uh, for hours, but just the 14. What is the 14 all about? That's the gene key 14. Um, and this is so amazing because this is the gene key that talks about the ability to go from the shadow place. It always goes after the shadow place, the shadow place of compromise. And I heard when you shared your story, it is like, oh, well, yes, I do the life coaching. This is nice. And um, that's not the hard stuff. And maybe this is what I should do, what people want to have out there. And it's going from compromise to um, competence. And that's what you just said. And this is what is overarching your whole chart. So everything in the chart is valid and important information. But the 14, the conscious sun, is um, a very interesting and very big aspect of who you are and what you're meant to do. And the 14 especially is what are you here for? What is your life's work? And this is um, a reminder for you to live your dreams. It is a reminder to go from compromise to competence. And again, and this is a couple of times, this is in your chart. Always do what you love and love what you do so that you become the magnetic original of who you are. Never let someone keep you from exactly doing what you feel is the right thing and what you feel is that you thrive by doing it. And so... I hope that this adds some value to to everything that you already know about your chart. So it is this is so important for your whole life. Live your dreams. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. I so I didn't know anything about those numbers in the top of the screen there. Um and yeah, that you know, I feel like as I've kind of unfolded and broken away from a lot of things that were holding me back and taking new steps to start to create a life because the life that I'm living now is so wildly different than the one I was living even, you know, eight years ago before I started to kind of work on myself. And I feel like more and more each year, I just, um, like you said, I kind of just follow, I just kind of create more and more the life that I really want. And and it's it's kind of like this constant unfolding. And every year, I feel like I just get closer to like exactly the lifestyle or like the dream or like the business or whatever that I really feel like I want or am, I feel called to. So that really, really resonates with me. And also, so you said something about um, uh, from, I can't remember exactly how you said it, but like from the shadows and to confidence or things like that. And I, I feel like too, the reason that I really love working in these heavy, these heavy topics, because honestly, before I got into this, I like I said, I never could imagine myself doing this because it just felt like, man, that would just be so oh, all the time, like having a job where you're just constantly dealing with that. But when you're actually doing it, I feel like it's so actually uplifting because you're taking someone from that heavy place and like bringing them to a much better place. So in, in reality, working on these heavy things, it's like actually 
it's the transformation from the heaviness to like that better place. So yeah, everything that you said just really speaks to me, <laughs> like really resonates. Yeah, that is great. That is so great. And um, just sharing with you when I work with those um, gene keys, I always use um, cards. I'm a lover of Oracle cards. Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. you are, so I have a big collection. And this is the card for your conscious button. And it says that competence carries within um, it efficiency, enthusiasm, flair, and flexibility, the four keys to material success. So you're only successful when you are living in this field of competence. And so there is so much more, but just scratching the surface, I wanted to share this with you. That is very cool. You said, like, over the course of the last years, you seem to tap into this competence field, into the field of what you really love and what your dreams are all about. And so was writing a book one of your dreams? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I've had that dream probably the longest, actually. I, when I was about eight years old, I, I was really into reading as a kid. And I read this book. And I don't know, for whatever reason, it really just made me want to write my own book one day. Um, so since I was like eight years old, I've always said, I'm going to write a book one day. And I feel like I got to a point in my life where I'm like, oh, I actually have something to say now. I feel like it's a good time to write that book. And so it's always a dream of mine. And, and like I said, every year, I feel like I'm just getting closer and closer to what my vision is for myself and writing and becoming a published author was definitely something I always wanted for myself. And I always could see happening, even though, you know, I never knew anyone that published a book or I didn't know any writers. I, you know, wasn't not a professional writer myself or anything, but I feel like in a way I always kind of just knew that that would eventually happen because I just saw it for myself. I don't know how to, else to explain it, but yeah, it was definitely a massive dream of mine. And also to have the book be quite successful and really hit, like really resonate with people has just been beyond amazing. It's just been incredible. <laughs> so you, you, you didn't mention the title of the book. It's Uncaged Mind. Yes, and the Uncaged Mind. Give a little sneak peek into what it's all about and uh, what people can expect from reading it. Yeah. So, so I really wanted to write a book because I feel like I, like I said, I finally have something to say. And I feel like I mentioned a couple of times, I feel really passionate about what I do. And I feel like a lot of um, what I understand about how our brain kind of operates and how we, our perception of reality operates is because I have this really um, deep understanding of our subconscious and how that reflects reality for us. So I really wanted to share that. I feel like I, you know, go on Instagram and go on social media every day and I share bits and pieces of what I understand about us. And I, I wanted to kind of piece all of that together in a book and really share um, how our subconscious conditioning shapes who we believe we are, what we believe we're capable of, you know, so much about ourselves and that a lot of the, the things that are blocking us are actually just a, a conclusion that we've come to about ourselves. And so the book is called The Uncaged Mind. And it's really all about how to break free from our subconscious conditioning to live a life that we're wildly fulfilled by. And I talk a lot in the book about how I've kind of done that and how I was very limited in who I thought I was and who, what I thought I was capable of. And I talk a lot about, you know, 
the shame and the fear and all the things that had that were really weighing me down just from the way I, from my subconscious conditioning, how I grew up, how I saw myself, the experiences I went through. And I also share a lot of experiences from my clients with the exact same thing where in some way they've been conditioned to believe that they are a certain person or they are can succeed in a certain way and that that really limits them in, in what they can actually do with their life because really we only ever act upon what we believe we can do. So if I don't, so for example, if I never really believed that I could be a published author, I've never really believed I could finish writing the book, I would have never actually started the journey of writing the book because I didn't believe that it was possible for me. So, you know, working through blocks like that and and it really goes to show that we actually can do anything. <laughs> as long as we believe we can do anything, we can actually do anything. And and that includes healing from our past and our trauma and all that stuff. And so I mean, I'm so inspired by my clients. I'm so inspired by the transformation that I. it was such a gift to be able to share so many people's stories in the book and just to show you like in so many different ways how it's possible for us to break free from the conditioning that we've always believed and to create something for ourselves. So that's kind of the book in a nutshell. <laughs> Super. Thank you for sharing this. And just summing up what you said, this is one of my favorite things to share with people always ask what else is possible what else is possible and how can things get any better than this so there are much more things possible that than our thinking mind makes us believe because there are those um, circuits of false narratives running through our brain and they limit us and that's when you come in that's when I come in and um, that's That's amazing. And so when someone really, so they can read your book when they want to get know about, uh, know, when they want to know more about uh, what you wrote in the book, how can people work with you? Yeah, that's, um, so my book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, uh, you can also head to my website and uh, there's links to purchase that's there. But um, if you wanted to get in touch with me, um, you can find me on Instagram, just at Katie Potrats, or you can head to my website just katiepotrats.com and you can book a free consultation. We can chat. You can check out what I offer or just shoot me a message and I'd love to, to chat with you. Super. Great. I highly recommend that. And now to come to close of this amazing deep dive into who you are and into how amazing you are, um, is there something, maybe a thought Maybe a little gem, maybe um, some wisdom or knowingness or a question, anything that comes to your mind that you could share with the audience that could be this little gem that they just re re need right now when listening to the show. Is there anything that you would love to share? Yeah, you know, after just the conversation that we've had, it just just reflecting on my own journey and I and really where I feel like I am now and where I feel like I'm heading in my life and just um I feel like there was I feel like there was always a knowing inside of what I really wanted for myself or what how I saw myself showing up in the world and there was just a lot of um fear or you know shame or insecurity that was blocking me from becoming who I believe I could be and I I feel like what I want to leave the audience with is just that that little inkling that you have, that little, you know, knowing or that understanding that you have maybe deep down inside, I feel like really that's who we're meant to become. And that's like a, 
a clue as to like the direction that you need to head or, and, and I don't think it's always really that clear. And like I said, never in a million years would have thought that I'd be here doing what I do now, but I just kept on following that little nudge or that little inkling or that little knowing about who I was meant to be or what my purpose was or what I was meant to provide for the world or, you know, and just that little knowing. And I feel like it's really helped me just transform my entire life into something that's wildly fulfilling and exciting and always changing and evolving. And so if I could leave you with anything, it's just to keep following that niggling or that passion or that that knowing or that vision that you have for yourself, because I really feel like that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to like evolve into those beautiful, fulfilled versions of ourselves. And and also, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm this was so it. exciting. I love what you just said. This resonates so much with me. And I just came across a quote of a famous German writer. And he said, always treat people the way they ought to be or they could be. So then they land on um, where they they can unfold who they really are. So always aim for more. And you said the same for yourself. Always aim for this big vision Because always be be this idealist to really live this realistic way to land on who you really are. And I love the synchronicity that you brought up this gem to share with the audience. Katie, it was so wonderful to have you on the show. It was so great to learn more about you and your amazing work. Um, so thank you so much. <laughs> thank you again. It was a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show. And yes, for everyone out there, thank you for listening. And I hope that you tune in to another episode of Magnificence, the empowerment podcast that strikes a match and shines the light on the magnificence of its guests. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this empowering episode. To continue this journey of aligning with your true purpose and uncovering your magnificence, schedule an illumination call with Patricia at patricialindner.com. Please share this episode with someone who needs it and subscribe to the show on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. Join us again soon for another episode of Magnificence.